Good morning, Encounter Church. I'm Haley, and I will be delivering today's announcements. On Sunday, February 18th, there will be a church business meeting. Attendance is welcome to all members. There will be a baptism on March 3rd, immediately following service. If you or someone you know would like to be baptized on this day, please register through the Church Center app. Additional information can be found at the back of the sanctuary. If you haven't already, be sure to pick up a copy of this month's Daily Bread pamphlet in the foyer to spend some time each day in God's Word. The Great Lakes Regional Youth Camp will take place this year from June 30th to July 4th. Registration forms can be found on the back table, and more information will be released soon. That's all for now, but I pray that you'll have a blessed week. Enjoy the service! about uh, in the very last part of the uh, book of Galatians, amen. Uh, Galatians, we'll be covering Galatians uh, 11 to 18 tonight, chapter 6, verses 11 to 18. And these uh, verses encapsulate uh, the essence of Paul's letter to the Galatians, uh, focusing on the contrast between the outward observance of religious rituals particularly uh, circumcision, and the true significance of faith in Christ. And Paul begins by drawing attention to the large letters that he's using to write, uh, perhaps signifying the urgency and importance of the message, kind of like headlines on the newspaper. They're usually in large, bold letters. Amen. And then uh, he directly addresses the issue of circumcision, revealing that those advocating for it are motivated not by genuine spiritual concerns but by a desire uh, to avoid uh, persecution and their and also their own ego paul emphasizes that true boasting should only be in the cross of christ can i get an amen on that amen Amen. praise god you know anything we do in this life it 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 won't be recorded in heaven you know our secular accomplishments, you know, all of those things uh, won't even be uh, in, in the, you know, in, in the conversation at all. What we did for Christ, amen, and what we uh, accomplished in Christ, those, those are the only things that we can talk about in heaven, amen. Um, he underscores that neither circumcision nor Uh, uncircumcision holds significance in comparison to the transformation of believers into a new creation through faith amen all the religious religious stuff it doesn't matter it's the transformation that takes place in our lives as a result of Christ uh, through the Holy Spirit working in us amen and uh, and if you've been around uh, any length of time you've come to realize that this transformation is ongoing and it never ends as long as you're breathing oxygen in this life amen Uh, you you will continue to be changed by the holy spirit because all have sinned and come short of the the glory of god we're all broken 
Uh, we're all an unfinished construction project, and God will keep working. Amen. And Paul extends a blessing of peace and mercy to those who adhere to the principle of boasting only in the cross of Christ. He concludes by referencing the marks of Jesus in his own body and likely alluding to the sufferings he endured for the sake of spreading the gospel. And this serves as a poignant uh, reminder of the cost of discipleship. Can somebody say cost of discipleship? It's going to cost you something. Amen. And the willingness to endure hardships for the sake of Christ. Amen. Some, you know, some people uh, get on the boat and say, it's, this is pretty good until the storms come. He said, oh, I don't know if I signed up for this or not, God. Amen. Hey, get on the boat and stay on the boat. He'll keep you through the storms like he did the uh, disciples uh, back in the Gospels. Now, in the closing benediction, Paul invokes the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ upon the Galatian believers, underscoring the central theme of grace throughout his letter. Overall, these verses encapsulate the core message of the Galatians, emphasizing the primacy of faith in Christ over religious rituals and the transformative power of the gospel in the lives of believers. Amen. We want to start uh, on verse 14. Uh, we've, we got all the way up to, uh, I mean, question uh, 14. We got all the way up to uh, and finished uh, question 13. Uh, the verses we'll be reading tonight uh, is verses 11 through 18. And uh, when the media crew gets those up there, we'll start reading. And uh, until, that, uh, until that time takes place, I'll just keep moving my lips and, <laughs> and letting words come out of my mouth. Amen. See, see that got them motivated. <laughs> Verse 11. See with what large letters I have written to you with my own hand. As many as desire to make a good showing in the flesh, these would compel you to be circumcised, only that they may not suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. And continue. Verse 13, For not even those who are circumcised keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised that they may boast in your flesh. But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but a new creation. Do not lie to one another. Women, that's Colossians 3. <laughs> there we go uh, no that's Colossians we are in Galatians <laughs> the computer's been giving them fits uh, from the get go uh, tonight so here we go uh, let's see then the next scripture for in Christ, Christ Jesus, Jesus, neither circumcision, circumcision nor uncircumcision uncircum avails, avails anything but a, but new, a new creation. creation. Verse 16. Oh, well, we can still, when they get it up there, we'll, oh, oh, here they go. And as many as, as walk, walk according to this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. From now on, let no one trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Amen. So. Verse, I mean, question 14 says, what lesson can today's believers learn from this? What, what lesson? We're, see, we're talking about Galatia, uh, the people in the church there, with this letter that Paul wrote almost 2,000 years ago. But how can we translate and how can we relate this into our lives today? What lessons are timeless 
in the in in you know in that sense that can relate to us today uh brother ernie you want to tell us what you had okay uh, i have don't use the old precept the old laws mm -hmm. but use the new law and, and try to assist in that. amen Yeah. Even though some of them are applicable today. But what he's saying is don't go by those old laws, don't go by the business. Now uh but doesn't that uh that that contrast with uh human nature. Yeah. Because uh we tend to want to hang on to everything that's old. You know, we uh, all the old traditions, all the old ways. That's true. And uh you know, sometimes uh People even preach convictions uh, based on cultural uh, mm -hmm. considerations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, we we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't be wearing this you know the, <laughs> this the new stuff that these young people are wearing. We need to we need to be holy. Well, you know, does, just because it's new and different doesn't mean that it's uh, unholy. I mean, right. is it uh, is it modest? If it's modest, then it can be holy, amen, amen. But uh, <laughs> but a, a, a lot of just uh, just cultural standards of dress, you know, people want to carry that over, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, uh, so I just I boiled it down to you know modesty, sure. you know, uh, just because something's a different style doesn't necessarily make it bad. Amen. Now if yeah. it <laughs> if it's uh, 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 showing a lot of uh, unnecessary skin now that's a different story but amen uh, just because it's different you know doesn't yeah. mean mean that it's bad but human nature wants to hold on to to the to the uh, you know to, to the old ways and, and Jesus came preaching a, 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 a different gospel a new gospel yes, uh, the new covenant the new testament he come preaching that amen and it was a change from what uh, all the Jewish people had uh, uh, you know, sure. uh, experience in their lives, and some of them had a tough time uh, changing over. Amen. Yeah. And so do we. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Brother Bob? The, uh, it, was, it was a change to the Jewish people to something that they were very accustomed to, which was the law. And that's why they had such a hard time uh, transitioning over. We have been with this, as if to say we've been this for quite some times, you know, years and years and millenniums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and brother Bob, uh, let me pick your brain just for a minute. Yes, sir. Uh, you're you're Macedonian uh, uh, parents. Mm -hmm. When you came over to America, were there a lot of cultural things that uh, kind of uh, rubbed them the wrong way? Well, yes. As a matter of fact, my parents held on to the customs of the, of, of Macedonia, of Europe, the European uh, 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 republic that became independent after uh, Yugoslavia was uh, uh, no longer a country. It was comprised of six provinces, and Macedonia was one of them. They brought everything over. Mm -hmm. We held on to the co uh, customs of the land. But not me. I was young. And I came to this new land flowing with milk and honey. I can have everything. I can have a car. <laughs> I could grow my hair long and all that stuff. <laughs> no, but, you know, I, uh, I, I began to, you know, I left Macedonia and I was young, and I'm in a new country, and I wanted to find out everything about this country. I studied history, I studied how this country came to be, and uh, uh, to, to put uh, 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 the, the cream on top of the cake, so to speak, mm -hmm. is I found out that God was responsible for forming America, the greatest nation on the earth. <laughs> That's Amen. what I found out. Thank you for your insight there, brother. Um, question 15. Uh, this is focusing on uh, uh, verse 15. Mm -hmm. uh, in verse 15, 
I got it right here. Uh, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, in light of that, from these passages, explain what it means to be a new creation. What, 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 is, what does that really mean? Hey, uh, Brother Ernie. Uh, we're renewed in the image of Christ. Be Christ-like. And uh, we need to put on love, according to Scripture. But there's a lot to that, being renewed in his image. Now, you are, are you answering for the part A there? Hmm? Maybe we're to read those uh, uh, scriptures. Can we pull up uh, Colossians oh, okay. yeah. and uh, go to verse 9? And we'll read uh, 9 to 14 uh, of the book of Colossians. Chapter 3. Chap chapter 3. And get a little more specific. Verse 9. Okay. Do not lie to, lie to one, one another, another since you have, you have put, put off, off the old man, man with his, his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Amen. Amen. So uh, continue on with your, with your answer. Okay. Uh, being renewed in the image of Christ, it says, mm -hmm. right. bearing with one another, which sometimes is not always easy. <laughs> God calls us to bear, bear with one another and forgive each other. And uh, this part here, if anyone has a complaint against another, even, we have to remember, even as Jesus forgave us, we must also do that. But brother, he <laughs> borrowed my lawnmower and it broke and he brought it back to me broke. That ain't right. No, I hear you. That's, that's a good one. I, I gave her that, that Tupperware bowl. It was my mama's Tupperware bowl and she can't find it now. <laughs> what go. I do, pastor? You know what? As fun as you're trying to be, I can't count the number of times I've, I had to sit and listen to, to grown, grown babies that, that are, are complaining about something somebody did in church 50 years ago. I don't do this because back then they did that to me. And you can't in your mind say you don't realize how silly you sound. <laughs> I mean, if, if you collected Social Security and you having having petty arguments about this person did this and this person did that, it's, it's a sign of our maturity, you know. Mm -hmm and our Christian maturity, and our spiritual maturity, and our age maturity, they're not the same. And I think what he's trying to get across to us is keep the main thing the main thing. Mm -hmm. right. The main thing is we want to love Jesus. We yeah. want to find other people that love Jesus who are different from us, bring them in and fellowship one to another, and appreciate the differences that he's put in all of us and not use those differences to attack one another or say, you have to be like me in order to be saved. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Amen. Well, that's fine and well, and but what what about when you get money involved? That, I loaned that brother a hundred bucks, and I still ain't got it back. Well, Amen. If, if you can't if if you can't uh, if if you can't give it away, yeah, don't don't loan it. That's <laughs> it. Amen. Because that, that's a risk every time you uh, if you loan money, especially someone that's. Uh, you know, you don't know their spending habits or anything. There's a risk you may not see that. Now, how, how are you going to handle that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you going to handle it the Christian way, or are you going to get all upset and in your flesh and, and let it be a, be a stumbling block unto you? Mm -hmm. that's, the, yeah. that's, that's something we need to think about before God on a limb. Pastor Willie? Yeah, Brother Dave, I, I rarely, I'll give money away, but I rarely loan it out. And I've had people ask me to loan money, and they ask me for an amount, and I said, 
well, I'll give this, I'll give you this amount, but I won't give you that amount. And they said, well, what's the difference? And I said, because I like you. If I didn't like you, I'd give you that amount. But if, if I like you, you don't give me that money back. We can't be friends no more. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. but at least you be honest with yourself and, yeah. and you know your limits and your limitations and things like that. But that's true. We, we should want to help one another without looking for something in yeah. return. Yeah. If it comes back, it's even better. You know? Yeah, if it comes yeah. back, it, it's great. If it doesn't come back, I wasn't going to miss it. <laughs> Amen. Don't, Praise you know, God. don't, don't uh, let those things uh, get a root of bitter, bitterness started in, in, mm -hmm. in your life. Just yes, indeed. Release, release those things. Amen. If they don't bring it back, just go buy you another one. You'll have a brand new one then. Amen. It's only things because when you leave this earth, you're not going to have a use for that Tupperware. Or you're not going to have a use for that old lawnmower. This is true. You're not going to have a use for money. Amen. You won't need money in the, on the other side. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> now, part B of question 15 is from Ephesians chapter 2, uh, verses 11 to 19. Verse 11. Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who, were, who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of of Christ Hallelujah. for he himself is our peace who has made both one and broken down the middle wall of separation having abolished in his flesh the enmity that is the law of commandments contained in ordinances so as to create in himself one new man from the two thus making peace and that he might and reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who are far off and to those who were near. For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Amen. Amen. All that uh, separation. Amen. You know, and the world today tries to divide people. You know, they call it uh, the, uh, what, the intersectionality, uh, uh, political groups. You know, you belong to this group and, and uh, you belong to that group. And, you know, they... they they uh, highlight our differences rather than highlighting what we have in common. Amen. And if you're in the church, what we have in common is Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. He looks at us on, on a level playing field. He looks at us as, as, as one people. Amen. Mm -hmm. Praise God. He doesn't care what's in your bank account. Doesn't care, care what your, your pedigree is or uh, your your race or skin color or anything. Amen. He is the creator. He created yeah. us all. Amen. Yes, he did. Amen. Praise God. But uh, no. but the, the, the point uh, or what we're trying to get out of uh, those scriptures is explain what it means to be a new creation. Amen. 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 Someone want to tackle yeah, that one? Go ahead, uh, Pastor Ernie. What if, you know, someone in the middle of that scripture, it says that wall of separation. If somebody were to ask you, what is that wall of separation? What's the first thing we think of telling them? Well, religion? Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. And something that separates us from the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, the wall of separation. Mm -hmm. And that people ask <coughs> questions about that. So what are you talking about, wall of separation? What is that? It's whatever keeps you from getting yeah. from God, from the Lord. But we're brought near and we're brought together by his blood shed mm -hmm. on Calvary. Amen. Amen. So the, the whole point is to, is to be somebody different today than you yes. were yesterday. Amen. Yeah. 
and that's that's the key. It, sin separates us from God, and what He's saying is that all of us were in a common position, uh, whether we were rich or poor, we were lost. Mm-hmm. White, black, yellow, brown, we were lost. Yes. <laughs> and now that we come to Christ, we're all in the same position. So why divide? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's be unified and let's love one another because Christ is torn that we were once foreigners and the blood of Jesus Christ has given us access and brought us into the family of God. And that's amazing. You, you touched on something, Brother Dave. All day long we go into a world that says you're only something if you have a certain type of certification, a certain type of degree, mm-hmm. or some kind of letters behind your name, mm-hmm. or a certain amount of money in your bank accounts, investment accounts, a certain size house, or a certain kind of car, or even what team, football, basketball team you like, or what political party you ascribe to. But it's wonderful that we can go into a safe place in the church and leave all that to the side. <laughs> there, there were times when Paul would even talk to slaves or to masters, and that sometimes that the bishops were actually the slaves. <laughs> and when you come into the church, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the person who, who's employing this person is up under this person. In other words, your worldly status has no billing in the church. We're all on one level and we're judged by a different standard. And that standard is grace and truth and love. Amen. Yeah, the Bible's more relevant than a lot of people give give it uh, credit for. I mean, uh, the Bible, it was written in such a way as it would be relevant throughout the ages. Amen. Uh, Sister Pat. Unfortunately, innocence doesn't last very long. <laughs> Amen. You're right, Brother Dave. Think about it. By the time you turn five years old, most parents have moved to a different... If they can, they move to a, a certain type of city. Why? Because you want your child in a certain type of school. Mm-hmm. You want them in a certain type of neighborhood with access. Nothing wrong with that. We did it. You know, mm-hmm. we, we did it when our kids were young. We wanted our children to have the best. But... You shouldn't do it to the point where your child becomes insulated and doesn't realize that there's a whole other world out there. Yeah. Just because you have access to this doesn't mean that you don't minister to other people, that you can't be around other people. So I let my children see me around all sorts of types of people. And it don't matter how much money you got in your pocket. Are you, are you, do you have a good character? <laughs> that, that, that's my standard. Can I, are you somebody who I would want to emulate? Because I, I can make money. I know how to do that. I don't care how much money you got. But there are some things intrinsically that money can't buy. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. Praise God. You know, talking about uh, being brought here by the blood of Jesus, it was so, uh, I guess, shocking. You say, they're on TV today and they're having this big parade for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And you see people throwing out these, that's, uh, I don't know what it's called, throwing that out and jumping up and down. In the middle of all that, two gangs had a gunfight. Mm-hmm. Ten people were shot. Mm-hmm. You talk about where a person is walking, and any one of them could accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. Mm-hmm. Were they celebrating Jesus? No. Mm-hmm. They're celebrating a football team that won the Super Bowl. But this kind of stuff can happen. That's yeah. how the enemy's out there trying to do this kind of thing. That's why it's up to us 
to be there and to share Jesus with these folks. And uh, this stuff is, too much of it's going on. Amen. Amen. You know, what I had for that was, since we have been given a new, uh, a new life, we should walk in a way that is worthy of our calling. Yes. And what comes to mind uh, when I read that is, uh, let's say uh, a politician's kid or uh, a kid of royalty, or, you know, a king's kid, you know, uh, those kids are taught to walk and, and present themselves in public in, in, a, in a certain way. And, uh, you know, and I, know I know that uh, preacher's kids uh, always feel like they're in the spotlight, you know, because uh, the microscope is, is on them because uh, they represent uh, the, the preacher or the pastor. And, uh, you know, and uh, so uh, maybe it's not fair to, uh, <laughs> in certain aspects, but it is a reality. And, and think about who we are representing we're representing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Yeah. We're representing uh, the God that created all that there is. Amen. So um, we need to walk in a, in a manner worthy of our calling. Let's go on to the next section, uh, which covers uh, uh, verse 16 through 18. Uh, uh, question 16 says, from 2 Corinthians 11, verses 23 to 33, what do you believe Paul's marks of Jesus uh, from verse 17 is? Or, or what, what do you believe it to be? And uh, we, we got, oh, we got 2 Corinthians up there. Uh, okay. Starting at 23. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors, more abundant. In stripes, above measure. In prisons, more frequently. In deaths, often. From the Jews five times I received forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeys often. In perils of waters. In perils of robbers. In perils of my own countrymen. In perils of the Gentiles. In perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily? My deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak? And I am not weak. Who is made to stumble? And I do not burn with indignation. Amen. Amen. I think uh, we. Wow. If I good. must boast, I will boast in the things. Which oh yeah, we got to a couple promises. more. Yeah. The God and Father of By our Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, who is who blessed, blessed forever, forever knows that I am not lying. Wow. In Damascus, the governor under Aratus the king was guarding the city of the Damascenes with a garrison, desiring to arrest me. But I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands. Amen. So uh, what do you believe Paul's marks are uh, that he mentioned? Man, he had a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. Talk about depressing. <laughs> That's more of the story. Don't get in the car with Paul. Amen. <laughs> so basically, uh, uh, scars. Scars, yeah. yeah. He has, has a, all the beatings yeah. and all the being stoned. Thirty-nine uh, lashes. Uh, and wow. and uh, thirty-nine lashes. Man, that would tear you back up sure, just, just the first time. Yeah. He 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 got to stripes uh, three times. Uh -huh. Amen. So uh, his, hat, his back probably looked pretty, pretty gnarly. Yeah, there's a significance in the 39 minus 1. The reason they give you nine, minus 1 is because 40 means death. Yeah. It, uh, mm -hmm. You're beaten so bad with a cat of nine tails because those things would rip the flesh from your body and your entrails would be showing that if you get whipped in a Roman way, 
40 times, chances are you're not going to survive. Mm -hmm. So he's literally saying, I've been beaten almost to death yep. three times. Wow. Or, or I've been shot. If, imagine somebody walked up to you and said, I've been shot 16 times for the gospel. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. that, that's basically what he's saying. Yeah. But the, the crazy part about it, Brother Dave, he just moves on with the conversation like, oh, well, but yeah, this is my goal and this is my hope. <laughs> that he's so focused on what he is doing for the kingdom of God. He just counts that as just like collateral damage. Yeah. In the I middle would, of all that, yeah. God was watching over him so much. When he shipwrecked, he gets out on the land and a viper came up out of the, out of the fire mm -hmm. and bit him. And they're watching to see him die. And God was there. He just God's, shakes it off. Yeah, he shook it off. God spared him. I wonder what kind of world we would be, how should I say this, to be non-offensive. I can't. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I wonder what kind of world we would be if we had people like Paul instead of people that's always screaming church hurt. Yeah. Now, I'm not minimizing that some people do get hurt in mm -hmm. church. Yeah. But right. when I was young, I would hear people down at clubs and they'd be shooting at those clubs. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Guess who were the same people that are next week? The people that were crawling on their floors to get out. <laughs> Yeah. We get our feelings hurt everywhere, yeah. and we get damaged. You got teachers. I got, I had trauma, little little trauma, from a, a teacher who who was racist. I had a a principal look me in my face and tell me you're a little black hoodlum and you'll never amount to anything. She later became the superintendent of the school district. I I remember that at 43 years old. I still mm. remember that. Yeah. But that didn't stop me from going back to school. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I was a a straight A student, but that's just how she felt. So why is it that we're so sensitive yeah. when it comes to following Christ and we can let any and everything turn us away? Some people are abused and they really need help for that and they have, have had trauma in the church. But this should be an, uh, an encouragement to us. You might not go back to that same church, mm -hmm. but don't give up on God. Right. Don't give up right. on the gospel. Don't give up on following people uh, and, uh, and things of that nature. You see what I'm saying? Right. They blame God for yeah. the actions of men. Yeah, and God's not responsible for what we do. We're responsible for what we do. Amen. Oh, Liz says Paul was a real one. He never let anyone, anything prevent him from pursuing a relationship with God. Amen, Liz. Amen. Amen. Question 17. In the conclusion of this letter, peace, mercy, and grace are offered to those who follow Christ. How have you experienced each of these spiritual blessings as a result of following Him? How's God given you peace? How's God given you mercy? How's God given you grace? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen. Anybody else want to take? I mean, I'm sure that uh, that represents everybody here. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> I mean, nothing can uh, replace having peace with God. I mean, you can have world peace. You can have all kinds of different kinds of peace, family peace, uh, peace in your country, all, yeah. all kinds of different levels of peace. Yeah. But the one that really matters is having peace with God. That when you lay down at night, you know there's nothing between you and the Almighty. Right. That if you pass during the night, that uh, all is forgiven, all is covered, and you have a ticket uh, to the other side. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's one of the things that always used to get me because I would lay down at night and, and I knew I was a sinner. I knew I was doing wrong and, and I wasn't right with God. And it always used to bug me. What, what, would, what would happen if I passed? Uh, before I uh, got up in the morning, and uh, you know that was one of the things that drove me. You know, I got to get, I got to get things straight with God. You know, and if you're listening online and you're not there yet, you can do that right now, because that's what I did. I I didn't go to to the church. I didn't go to anybody. I got down on my knees and I called out the name of Jesus, and I prayed and repented to Him. And then I went up and went out and found me a church. Amen. But I, I got my, 
I got my uh, account settled with the Lord right at home. Amen. And I would encourage anyone out, uh, you know, on, on, on the live stream you know, to do the same. Just clear that account right now. Then go find you a church. Amen. Brother Dave? Uh, Pastor Willie. My, my question would be, that's a deep way to worship. Um, and think about your life. Everybody think about your life for a second. In account of all the things we've said and done that have been seen and unseen, that we got away with or didn't get away with, and all the things we've done that you look at your life and realize where you could have been and realize, think about where you are now and think, do you really deserve to be there? If that don't make you fall on the altar and give God praise, I don't know what will. When you, Paul says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. When you realize how merciful God really is, and sometimes I think we can't understand God's mercy because we're in a culture that affirms everything we do. Yeah. And, and you can't ever tell us what we do is wrong or there are consequences for our actions. But if you really in reality realize what I really deserve and what he didn't give me, mm. who, why couldn't you? All you have to do, if you have trouble worshiping, just think back a few years. Sometimes just think back a few minutes. <laughs> Think about if I was watching TV, if God came home and I was watching what I, wa what I was watching. <laughs> I was doing what he was doing. Or he caught me on the phone talking about somebody I had no business, talking about never the time that my heart stopped. And I just, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and you may be saved and still make it, but just think about how much we live on mercy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. No kidding. Wow. Mm -hmm. that, should, that shouldn't be a person in the place before the praise team even gets up and open up with their mouth on Sunday. If we thought about that, there'd be people with hands raised yeah. at the Amen. altars falling out, realizing, Amen. God, you've been so good to me. You've been so merciful to me. That's you right. didn't kill me in my sin. You let me find you. You didn't destroy me. It's because of your what? Mercies Mercy. that we are not consumed. Right. That's right. Mm. That's good. Brother Bob. Dave, uh, the psalmist uh, David was very How to answer. He said, Now let me fall in the hand of God, for who can tell of his mercies? Right. Praise yeah, God was, forever. That was the wise choice. Hallelujah. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. He extends me grace to become a better person. He shows mercy with his forgiveness and peace when I can when I can rest in the storms. Knowing Jesus is my Lord and is preparing a place for me. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I know. Uh, I don't want to do without any one of those three. <laughs> mm -mm. Amen. It's all necessary. And it's mm. all uh, a marvelous gift. Amen. All through the cross. Amen. All, all made possible through the cross. Last question, verse 18. Do you know of a believer who has stood up for his or her faith and bears the scars like Paul does? According to Hebrews 11, verses 35 to 40, how does God view such a person? Uh, let's go to Hebrews. And we're picking up at verse 35. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, 
of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise, God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Amen. Yeah, some good, man, good meat in there. So, uh, do you know of a believer who has stood up for his or her faith and bears the scars like Paul does? According yeah. And how does God view such a person? Uh, go ahead, uh, Pastor Ernie. I think of uh, David Wilkerson. Right. He went to New York as a young man to win souls, and he was working with the gangs in the city. And he met the head of the gang, Nicky Cruz. And Nicky Cruz had a switchblade and said, I'm going to cut you into all, a dozen pieces. And Brother Wilkerson said, well, every one of those pieces will say, I love you and God loves you. Anyway, what happened is Nicky Cruz gave his heart to the Lord. The movie Cross and the Switchblade. And uh, Nicky Cruz went on to become a fantastic evangelist, winning many souls to the Lord. So David Wilkerson went through a lot, and God sent him there, and many people were born again and saved because of him. Amen. Uh, Pastor Willie? I've got one. I think his name is Kel Kelvin J. Cochran. Uh, Kelvin J. Cro Cochran wrote a book on, um, on, and in that book, it was for Sunday school that he wrote it. Uh, he wrote a book by members of his church, uh, for members of his church expressing biblical views on sexuality, adultery, and homosexuality. And he was, the, he was a chief of an Atlanta fire department. And that was years ago. And because of that, he lost his job. He didn't disparage anybody. He didn't say this or that. He just wrote what the biblical view mm -hmm. on morality was. Mm -hmm. And because of that, he lost his job for it. Wow. But there was, there was something that I saw. Uh, Brother Dave, could you have them go back to like verse 32 or 33, somewhere yeah, around there? Go back to go back, back near the verse beginning. Verse 32. Okay. Uh, keep, going, keep going down. It, it was something that stuck out to me. And Try at 34. Yeah, and we started at 35. See right oh. there? It says, women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured. Look at that next part. Not accepting deliverance. Amen. Most people don't realize that before they killed many of the Christians, they gave them a chance to recant. Right. In other words, all you have to do is say, I don't believe in Jesus no more. And you can walk away. You can hide for the rest of your life and say, God, I was, I was just playing. I believe in you. I believe in you, but I, you know, I understand, Lord, I was just doing that. They would rather die mm -hmm. wow. than deny Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the Bible, and, and Fox's Book of Martyrs, if you haven't ever read Fox's Book of Martyrs, look through it. I highly suggest you read some of the things that people went through. And it's amazing. These people had this kind of commitment for Christ. And when we do a comparative analysis of how our faith is, if the pastor says something we don't like, one Sunday we won't come back. I don't say that happens here. Uh, if it did, they never told me. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, but, but people do that. Don't you know people that won't ever come back because of this or that? These people said, I would rather die than deny Jesus. Amen. And there's been a lot of people in the uh, news in the past few years. A coach that was, uh, had the habit of praying. After the uh, after the game, or you go mm -hmm. out on the fifty yard line or something, and uh, before the game or something like that, and, and he uh, won they the told Supreme him not Court. to. And he did it anyway, and they fired him. Yep. And, and he then, got his job back in the money too. <laughs> then he <laughs> he won in court. You know, amen. Yeah. And then uh, there was the uh, the bakers that were uh, uh, charged by the government. You know, hate crimes or whatever, just because of. of of their faith and uh, so a lot even in America there's political suffering now their scars may not be physical physical scars on their back but uh, I'm sure that uh, all the the pain and uh, suffering they went through you know going through a trial and uh, hiring lawyers and all that, that 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 wears on you that leaves scars you know 
If you owned the inside. But today, I remember being a student at Bellhaven, now University, is Bellhaven College. Mm -hmm. We used to have to go to chapel, it was required. Nobody liked chapel, but we had to do it. But it was actually uh, very beneficial. I'll never forget, there was an Asian gentleman that came to chapel, and he talked about how the missionaries in China, where he was from, they were standing in the, in, in the sewers, in raw sewers, mm -hmm. studying the Bible. Cause they had to hide for their life and, and, and as a young child I'm 18 19 maybe 20 I'm thinking to myself wow just to write the, just to read the Bible <laughs> you know <laughs> but we don't realize what privilege we have and now we have a Bible sitting right next to us and we can open it up and nobody gonna say a word what do we do Wow, wow. there are people all over the earth right now being locked in buildings and having the oh, buildings yeah. set on fire, yeah. being massacred and murdered and shot with M16 because they're Christians. And anytime we want the Bible, we can open it. We got the Bible on our phones. You can go to YouTube. It'll read Bible scriptures to you. But what do we do? Yeah. It, it makes us impassioned to say, God, I want to serve you in a deeper way. I may not be called to get burned in a building or whatever the case may be. It's, it's not a popularity or this for that contest. But the concept is, wherever you are, live your life for Christ to the fullest. Amen. I'm sure uh, Brother Lath could probably give us uh, all kinds of stories of, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. of uh, Christian persecution. Amen. Yeah. He, he, was in, he was in Iraq for most of his, uh, uh, his youth, and uh, they were. Give him a mic. Give them the mic, brother. When Christian nurses by ISIS, mm -hmm. they said, convert to Islam, and they repeat, they said, name Jesus, I will save the house of the Lord, and share them right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they repeat to be Islam. Mm -hmm. That's why I escaped my country. Mm -hmm. I came, I found peace here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'd be dead. I remember his sister telling stories of how they were tortured uh, for their faith. Yeah. And so when people see Leif come to the altar every Sunday and lift his hand, there's a reason why. Yeah, he can't do that. In his own place where he was yeah. born and raised his head, he would die for the opportunity to come to that altar. And yeah. he never takes advantage of it one single time. Yeah, every time he gets the opportunity, I watch him every time. I know as soon as I give the altar call, Lathe is coming to the altar. And I know that somebody back the thing said, why does he come up there every time? Because he knows what you're taking for granted. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. Right. <laughs> he could, he's, he's had family members and people die yeah. just for being Christians. And we just sit there and just think it's all to us. Mm -hmm. They killed him because he said, I'm not going to convert to Islam. I born a Christian. I saved the house of the Lord. And he didn't die until the fourth day. Died mm -hmm. on the bed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Pastor Rick has made a lot of journeys, missionary, Rick Chalker. Mm -hmm. And this one, he was in Peru, in the mountain area. And they had a group of people that were kind of unchurched and didn't, no one administered to them because they have a hard time getting there. So <laughs> Pastor Rick Chalker rode a mule up into the mountains <laughs> to get to this group of people and tell them about Jesus and, and went, went them to the Lord. And I saw some pictures of that mule ride. That wasn't exactly a lot of fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. So, uh, we got a lot to be thankful for. Yes, uh, yes Lord. Yes. Amen. We got, we got through the book of Galatians. <laughs> Next week, we'll be kicking off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <who's the> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen. But next week, we'll be kicking off uh, the book uh, or the gospel of Mark. Uh, to refresh your memory, uh, Mark was uh, written somewhere between... 50 A.D. and 70 A.D. Uh, by uh, John Mark. He's mentioned in Scripture several times. Remember, he was the man that uh, 
uh, went with Paul and Barnabas, yeah. and then he abandoned them in the middle of the, uh, of the mission trip. And then uh, when uh, Paul was going to go on his next uh, missionary journey, uh, Barnabas wanted to take John Mark again. He said, no. <laughs> and, and they had a dispute. And so they, uh, Paul went with Silas and uh, Barnabas took John Mark. And then later on, uh, Paul up. remarks that, the, you know, uh, tell, tell John Mark to come and see me for he's profitable for the ministry. Yes. He recognized that, oh, oh, that uh, John Mark had a turnaround. So if you had a failure, uh, you know, in your walk with God, amen, there's always hope. You can turn it around. Amen. John Mark turned it around, and he wrote uh, uh, the gospel of Mark. Amen. Amen. So, so that guy that had, had a failure, he ended up writing one of, the, one of the gospels of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. And so um, uh, also... Uh, it is a, a book that's written primarily to uh, the Gentile church. It kind of has a universal appeal. It doesn't focus on the Jewish side or, or anything. It just, uh, and, and so, and, and that's the reason. Some people say, why do we got four Gospels that all telling the same story? No, it's all, they all got different, uh, different focuses, different uh, purposes. Amen. And it's, it's designed to, uh, to relay the gospel to everybody. Amen. So each book has a different purpose. Amen. So we're going to focus on Mark. Yeah. If you still need a book, I can order you one. Or you can go on uh, eBay or uh, uh, Amazon and, and get one. Uh, I, I found, uh, well, I've bought four so far for about $6 each. If you buy them brand new, they're about $18 with tax. So, uh, yep. So uh, <laughs> you can uh, go on eBay, get a used one. They might have a little bit of writing in it or something, but it's still good. Amen. Praise I got, God. I got three coming, so somebody can hand one of those three. I only need one. <laughs> I can buy all three for myself just to share. And I think I got one for uh, uh, Lath and, and one for uh, Pastor Ernie and I think uh, Caleb. So I got three coming. So, uh, but uh, you're not. It's not too late. You can still order, order one and get one. If you if you need one, let me know, and uh, I can help you out. If, uh, yeah, mine should arrive next week. Amen. Well, amen. That's all I have tonight. Praise God. I'm going to turn this over to Pastor <laughs> Willie. Amen. Praise Good God. Give Brother Dave a hand. Yes, sir. He closed it out and did a marvelous job. We do have some prayer requests from some of the people that are watching. Um, we actually, Sister Stella asked us to pray for uh, Ralph, uh, and um, she said he had a blood clot in his leg, and so we're going to pray for that. We had some other people we've been praying for as well. Uh, I heard people calling out Brother Ralph, I believe, in prayer during our prayer session. I heard Brother Bob calling out Brother Ralph's name. I wasn't trying to eavesdrop. He was just next to me and while I was praying, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I've been praying for him, and we're going to pray for that. Also, let's be praying for... Um, Sister Becky, um, tomorrow they'll be doing an honor, honor walk um, for, uh, for her daughter as they take her down to, she wants to be a donor. And so we'll be praying for that family during that hard time. Um, and, but she's going to get to give the gift of life to at least three, three people. Um, and so um, that's, that's the thing that's often. Uh, Rose says she's got her book from thriftbooks.com. Everybody found the cheap places. I spent all this money, and everybody got it. Thank you, Rosa. I need y'all to let me know this ahead of time. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so if you want to get your book, if you're watching online, uh, we'd love for you to interact with our study. We're doing a lot of other stuff, and our media department's working on some things. There are some good things coming down the pipe. So grateful to our teachers. This, this has been, that does say something. They've gotten into a rhythm, into a groove. We can take one lesson and go three, three weeks on it, and that's fine because everybody's getting some out of it and people are growing from it. And um, I, I think I like the slow down way to where people are growing and, and character and we'll do other things. Uh, thank you guys for those of you who were here Sunday. It was an awesome time at camp. Uh, and thank you to the ones who went with us to camp. It, it was a blessing, God really blessed. And so we're excited about some other things God is going to be doing. I won't keep you tonight, but we do have some people that we want to keep in prayer. I saw Sister Dara as well. Uh, we'll be praying for her leg. 
uh, as well. So there are a lot of people out there that need prayer. And um, I'm learning more and more that there are a lot of people that watch us online. Uh, they let us know here or there, and they watch it other times. They don't necessarily come on the live stream. So I want to say to you, if you're watching, God bless you. Drop a line. Let us know where you're from if you, if you want to. If you don't want to, that's fine. Uh, the goal is just to get the gospel out. Uh, and, and hopefully something that's said will be a blessing to you. Um, last thing is, is Mark is, is when you look at the gospels, there are synoptic gospels, which are similar gospels. But one of the reasons that it speaks to the authenticity of the Bible uh, is because the gospels come from different vantage points. Uh, if, if you were a detective and you came and you interviewed somebody about a crime that happened, and they all said the exact same thing the exact same way, chances are they corroborated their story and they're, they're guilty. <laughs> because everybody sees things differently based on their lenses. And John Mark, most people think Mark was a disciple. Mark is not. He traveled with the disciples. And oftentimes they use scribes. That's why at the end of our lesson, Paul says, see that I write in big letters with my hand because many of his letters were written by scribes. And when he got ready to do his 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 accolades to tell people hello he would for authenticity he would write and let them know this is me I'm approving of everything that's said here I was dictating these things um, so he got firsthand knowledge from Peter and other people uh, Mark, John Mark did and uh, I'm excited uh, to be able to look at those things we're going to go to God in prayer today I'm not going to belabor the time because you guys have worked hard or not worked hard whatever you've done uh, you've worked hard in not doing it, so <laughs> we're grateful. Can we give a hand clap for our online people and for our media team back there? They work to get the gospel out, and uh, we're grateful for all the things they're doing. Be on the watch for even better things coming soon. God, I thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to be in this place and space and to learn your word. I'm so grateful that your word has so many depths that none of us ever arrived, that all of us can always gain something each time we peruse the passages of scripture, God. And I thank you for that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking to our hearts and illuminating the scripture and, and revealing to us what you are saying to us and how we live our lives every day. Lord, I pray that everything that's been learned in this study will not be thrown away, but we will take that and put it into our mental and spiritual Rolodex that we will live our life from it, that we will not just gain head knowledge, but we'll gain heart knowledge on how to live. Now, as we leave this place, Lord God, we pray for um, for Lakewood and for the, any church that would, or religious institution that would receive violence, God, in the name of Jesus, we ask uh, that you cover those people who may be receiving trauma and fear uh, from bad things happening. Keep your churches covered uh, and your people covered in the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Somebody give God a hand clap of praise. Y'all have a good night. I'm going to bless you.